his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Monday. It's nice to have you with us. Dan, I don't know how big of a deal to make out of it, but this is a big week for me. Okay. Do you know why? I have the foggiest idea why this is a big week for you. It's my birthday. It's my birthday week. Oh. You you didn't know? No, I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) What? I I didn't know. Wow. I mean, I probably would have figured it out, but. That is, I mean, just like a dagger. I thought like we had a, I thought we had a thing here. When's my birthday? I don't know. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you gave very strict instructions that you didn't want any hubbub made about your birthday. Did I? Yes. Okay. You didn't want any. I mean, that's that's true. I generally don't like. You didn't want any gifts. You didn't want any hubbub. You didn't want anything. I didn't recall I was having that conversation, but that sounds like yeah. me, so go ahead. <laughs> I mean, we say a lot of things. That's yeah. very true, we do. So there's that. Let's see what Kate Raditz has to say about all of that. On the Rad Report, Kate Raditz's birthday week, is that a big deal or not a big deal? Ooh, well, that depends. Are you a birthday person? Are you someone who's going to reshare every birthday wish that you get on social media? Or what do you is, have a can birthday explain? Month? Can you explain that to me? No, because that will offend someone, and I'm not going to offend because I personally know these people. Of uh, course you do. This is your people. It's your generation. Is it my people? I'm yes. not taking claim to that. Is it millennials? Yes. I, I truly don't know. Okay. I think so. I, d- I do not, but I am not a birthday person. You like don't, my husband you... is a birthday person. Oh, interesting. So he wants yeah. he wants a big deal made out of his birthday. Well, I mean that could be a whole other conversation of like love languages, and you know right. he's a, he loves giving gifts. He likes getting gifts. Mm. I'm just that's not you're, that's you're not. not I mean, I you've love never birthdays. really you've never really been a big like big gift, big production. No. kind of that's not Mm-mm. your thing. Never, never, never. Yeah. So. But I will say that there there are people who I think it's I think it's great. I mean, well, it's you don't have okay. to honor everyone's feelings here. This is your I, safe space to say it's fine that, to upset people. People will repost every single birthday wish, even from someone they met in high school. Yes, that it's strange. Yes, that it's is so strange. And look, I I am the same person that has bought a digital billboard for myself. So I <laughs> you am bought it yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Is it? Hey, marketing is marketing. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. 
So all I'm saying, the only reason I bring that up is because, like, obviously I'm all in favor of any form of self-congratulation that people want to do. Sure. Well, maybe not any form, but, you know, if reposting gives you joy, fine. But it is very strange to see your friends on their birthday, like, just re-Instagram storying, like, Literally, but some people re anytime they get mentioned, they just bloop repost well, it. I guess I didn't realize that was Weird. specific to millennials. I I truly did not know uh, that. Well, so. I could be I, text in. You let me know if you guys uh, know what we're talking about or if you see this. Maybe I'm wrong. If my mom knew how to use Instagram, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she would do it. <laughs> so my mother-in-law, I love my mother-in-law. Just to be clear, but I. Th- Whenever something is on my Instagram story and uh-huh. it disappears, it's a bit of a mystery to her. It's oh, like, sure. where do, what, you know, if someone else in the family is talking about seeing something I put on Instagram. Sure. She's like, well, I didn't see that. It's like, well, when's the last time you checked? Last week. Do you get the request to have it sent to them? Yes. That's That's what I get of, hey, will you send me that photo? I'm like, well, you could screenshot it since you're there. But yes, I will send it to you. That's it's all right. Fine. It's That's all right. Fine. Yes. I, so this year for my birthday, I am being a bit of a pain in the neck. I, I feel for my wife, and I know I'm in the wrong. Okay. So sometimes I'm in the wrong. Great setup. I know it. Yeah. Okay. Like, you've seen me be wrong many, many times over our friendship. Is this a big? No. No. I was wondering if it was a big birthday. Oh, no. no. Next year. Okay. This year's Next sort year. of a nothing. Sort of a okay. nothing birthday. Got it. 49 this year. Next year will be a big deal. But Alyssa, it's difficult when you have a January birthday because Christmas just happened. You bought gifts. And then Alyssa comes to me like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, I I mean, nothing. Like, I don't know. I said, I'm good. Which is. Probably a truthful response. It's truthful, but so obnoxious. The I'm good. Like I have, this is another example of me becoming my father. I'm like, my dad never wanted anything. And I also, I don't want anything. But isn't that an okay, what if that is No, if she gave me nothing, I would probably be sad. Would you? (laughs) I've been angry if I say I do not want anything, do not spend money, and then they do spend money. Yeah, I know. Because if you mean I don't need anything, then you don't need anything. Like, I don't don't need anything. I have no ideas. Um, I'm used to do the gift of time together. Do, you know, do do. We spend time together. together all the time. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> we need we need yeah. more time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I know what to get you. For for me, what do I need? I don't know. I mean, that's, I, that's I was going to ask practical. Maybe, maybe should I practical? should I ask her to extend my billboard by for another month? <laughs> Is that what you want? <laughs> Is that what I want? Not really, but she hates it. So, like, there's some joy there. I think. Like a, I always go for something super practical that is meant to scare, like some safety thing that you think, <laughs> hey, I know you don't want this, but I think you might need it. Like that's always a great gift that won't probably make you happy, but you could use it. So, like, a, 
you know, like a tool, like, and you're perfect. In the wintertime, you should have a, a tool that if you went into the lake, you could get out. <laughs> that's that's exa- what I would get that's you. That's exactly what I was going to say because exactly. my, my mother-in-law did once get us all these. We See, all- I like your mother-in-law. Yeah. We are the same person. Like, what is this? It's like, it's like a you hammer. Have it in your car? You should have it. <laughs> because nothing- If you're listening, you should have one. Nothing says... Nothing says happy birthday like a taser. I'm just saying it's a seatbelt cutter on one side and then like a window tap or, tap or something, isn't yes. it? Like a hammer or yes, something? Yes, it's like a hammer. Yeah, it's, don't test it. That's all I have to say. You just could, such yeah. a strange present. Well, that's what comes to mind. If you don't want anything, <laughs> that's what you're going to get. I know. So yesterday I apologized to Alyssa. I'm like, I'm sorry that I've been like so useless on this gift this idea thing like i i know it's annoying i would be annoyed if you did it i'm sorry and i'm like do you like would you like some ideas no my my birthday is in two days it's wednesday oh. <laughs> like oh she's asking you today no she she is taking care of things because oh, this something is what has been purchased this is what she does i'm sure she's taking care of it but sure. i i feel like an idiot because well, I, now no matter what it is, act well, happy. <laughs> I will be. I'm. I will be. Be very happy. I promise. Yes. I so, bet it's a great gift. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be good. So you posted something on your Instagram that I wanted to ask you about, and I thought it was an interesting conversation starter. A thing that you swore you would never have in your house that mm. now mm. you're like, mm, I caved, and I'm sort of glad. Yes. Because you have something in your house that you were like, no way, absolutely not. It's a five-year-old's birthday party every day at our house, yes. Uh, I remember like six or seven years ago, we were at a friend's house, and we laugh because we talk about We're very close to these this couple. And they have a couple of kids. They're older, and they had this bounce house in the middle of their living room and it was i can't remember if it was like the dead of summer or the dead of winter it was it was a horrible day outside and so their kids were burning some energy and i remember looking at john like oh we are we are not gonna be like like we won't be like this and sure enough three years ago i'm like can't can't do it anymore can't go to one more play place middle of the night purchased the Whatever that is, yeah. Little Tykes uh, Bounce, I would Blow love out. to be sponsored by them. <laughs> uh, and it has been, you know, I have no shame. It it has been endless yeah. uh, lifesaver. I love and, that. I love yeah. that. But, man, it is uh, it is comical, it for sure. It, we we made, it. if people have other things where they swore they were never going to have it, and now they love it, 651-461-9226. Love your text on this. We like we swore we were never going to do the bins, the bins of toys. So like where you just have random bins. Yeah, like the plastic. So like there was a time before Pinterest and before everybody was making everything so cute that you go to someone's house and you knew they had little kids because they would have those like plastic tubs (laughs) full of because kids toys don't fit in anything. Anything. You're like, oh, well, we could get this Ikea bookshelf. No. Sure you can. And now this stupid plastic truck, like, it hangs over the edge of it. You know, nothing fits. So no. people just put these hideous bins 
And then you're like, your house has become like the plastic bucket house. It's oh, gr- yeah. gross. So we said we were never going to do that. And? And uh, we never did that, Kate. You we never didn't did. fold. We didn't fold like you. What, Good what, for you. <laughs> oh, I have folded so. I we mean, got, my decor is kids. Like, yeah. our home, our, our now de- aesthetic is, you know, basically just kids' toys Kid core. everywhere. Yeah. You know? Yes. I don't think there's shame in that. I, I do think. Well, I'm very, I'm very, it's, 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 and it's not my fault. I would like to, to clarify, do not blame the parents, blame the grandparents. When you Aww. say you don't want anything and then Grammy comes home and she's like, oh, he just wanted one more truck. I'm like, uh, I don't care. Yeah. Grandparents need to be stopped. Like they're out of control. You know, they're they just, control. they get all the fun and none of the responsibility. Yeah. So it sounds, sounds pretty great. Do you think <laughs> you will, when you become a grandparent, will you torture your kids in this same way? I mean. Yes, uh, of course you will. Why wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, because the joy they get from a little plastic car for uh, five minutes before they lose it is so great, you know. It's yes, but so uh, special. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Kate Raditz is with us. Uh, artificial Christmas tree. Someone says that's a very good answer. Oh, that's a good one. I gr- I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Ours was unplanned because of the cat. She kept eating the tree. So we did have to get a fake one. And yeah. and now you love it, right? Uh, oh, you're lukewarm on it. All right. I wouldn't say, you know, she... We have one know, of each. So I'm like, I like to make everyone happy. Nice. Yes. We got- I think maybe we'll do that if, if, you know, if someday if she goes to kitty heaven, I think we would go to, uh, <laughs> you know, we would go back to the real yeah. tree. I think it's fine. It's, to the, pl- it's the routine, the, yeah. the uh, ritual. How old is your cat? Let's see. Melody will be uh, 14 this fall. Oh, wow. No, 13. 13. 13. I think you my know. in-law's cat is 19. So. They can live a long time. Yeah. A long time. It's a real commitment. Like, I, you know, this is why I'm a no on cats. Like a dog, you're, you know, I mean, it's a shorter time commitment there. Yeah, but, well... That's another conversation, but, you know, my husband wants a dog so badly, and I love dogs, but they are a huge commitment. You need to be ready to have another kid if you have a dog. They got to go out mm. all the time. You have to kettle them when you travel, but anyway. True. Cats are great. They don't they don't yeah. require a lot for your affection. <laughs> <laughs> low, so, low price of admission. It is, it's you know. It's, it's nice. It's easy. All right, it's 421. We got to take a break. We'll take a break. Keep those texts coming. Oh, we're getting lots of good ones. 651 651- Four six one nine two two six. The thing you swore you would never buy, but now you love it. You love it. More with Kate Raditz when we continue here on CCO. Kate, the people are coming through with lots of great things that they never thought they would have. Oh, great! And they loved uh, Roomba. A Roomba. Ooh, yes, oh, yes, I agree. We were a no on a Roomba, and then we bought it, and it didn't quite. It didn't quite work with our surfaces. We have too many surfaces. Oh, sure. It gets it. The couch is really yeah. a tough one for it too. It gets ours gets stuck under the couch a lot. When Ma- for the Ma- most part, good. When Mark in Minnetonka was growing up, his dad had one of those areas in his garage with those pegboards. You know where you hang your tools, and it was super oh, yes. organized. And he was like, "Ugh, I'm never going to have that." Kind of obsessed. <laughs> 
And he said his wonderful wife came down to the basement the other day and said, huh, this looks a lot like your dad's garage. And she was exactly right. So he he said he'd never do it, and he got it. That sounds – I we loved having that in our old house, so I, I agree. Pegboard, That's yeah. pretty nice, yes. Riding lawnmower. Oh. Because <laughs> it feels lazy. You're like, this is lazy. I can push the mower like I'm I'm, you know, I still can walk. Yeah. And then you get the riding lawn. I, I actually think a riding lawnmower would be so fun. It would be Probably. absurd for, like, my small <laughs> my small little suburban lot. But, oh, I love it. Make it that. easier. Make it quick. And you just feel badass. You're, like, you're sitting on the ride. Do you? Is I, that? I oh, mean. Oh, you're living large. You're sitting there. You're There's a lot of power. It's a big tool. I don't know. I think it's great. Oh, I know one. We said we would never have a snowblower that oh, when we moved in. Yeah, we said that, that lasted too. about That's... five <laughs> seconds, I think. I went seven years without a snowblower. Seven years? In, in the suburbs? Yes. And then, oh, that's insane. And then the no. first year I bought it, it barely snowed. So, like, I feel for all of you who bought a snowblower this year because you feel like I finally caved and bought this dang thing. And now I can't get it out. No. We yeah. we got away with it a little bit at our when we were in the city because, you know, you got the alley and that took care of a lot uh, of it. Yeah. Neighbors would help a lot. But even then, we were like, we can't. We can't do this. I just, I would shovel. You get a year like last year. I don't know what, pe- I don't know what people do. Oh, true. Somebody converted yeah. their wood-burning fireplace to a gas insert. Swore they would never do it. Oh, Because you're like, you, I yeah. love the fire. Yeah, that's sad. Now we yeah. use it almost every day, about 10 months out of the year. So oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Very, yeah, the, the gas insert, so much easier. You just flip the I switch. No, but it's not the same. Do you I have, have you have the wood? It's not the same. No, oh. I would prefer it. My parents have the wood, and when we have a real fire there, it's, oh. You would never do best. it. You would never nope. do no it. No chance. No chance. <laughs> huge, huge hazard. Three, uh, too nervous. <laughs> backyard privacy fence, says a texter. We both grew up free range. Didn't like how they kind of privatized the neighborhood too much. Mm-hmm. We never had kids, never had a dog, so didn't need it. Now that we have it, I absolutely love it. So, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you can love your neighbors and still not want to just see them all the time. <laughs> so I love you, neighbors, but. You don't want to see your neighbors? We just plant trees, you know? We put trees <laughs> instead of a fence. Yeah. But yeah, still, that's what we do. We, we don't have a fence, but my neighbor has a fence on one side. So I guess that's sort of. Does does the job. It's good enough. Yep. Just need a neighbor to do it. Story out of uh, uh, out of California, I think, where cities all around the country are getting rid of the right turn on red. You know, you come to the red light, and if you don't turn, the guy behind you starts honking at you. Mm-hmm. But Atlanta, Denver, Indianapolis, Raleigh, and Washington, D.C., have all got rid of right turn on red. What do you think? I mean, I feel like I see signs everywhere any way that you can't here. Mm. I mean, you always, you know, when you're turning. I, I always, think of, always take the right, come to a complete stop. Sure. If but any so cops many intersections now already say no turn, no turn on you know, red. no right turn on red. And then huh. half the people ignore it. 
But um, yeah, I feel like there. That's I see that a lot here, everywhere. More so closer to the city, for sure. Closer in the city, like I'm thinking yeah. about Excelsior Boulevard. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Like Dan, in your neighborhood, you're in the St. Louis Park area. It's there's a lot of like no right turn. I'm red. I do think it's dangerous for pedestrians or that, for that's bicyclists. A, that's you know? cyclists. And I've caught myself. For sure. Yeah, I've caught myself a number of times kind of doing that rolling yep. stop mm-hmm. and getting about two-thirds of the way through it and going, oh, crap, I should have looked uh-huh. over my shoulder and made sure there was yeah. nobody, you know. Yeah. I did that once in Minneapolis and nearly ran somebody over and just felt so bad. Of course you do. I mean, it's, it's, it's just – It's hard you to, to get in the habit. see. Yeah, yes, yeah. you have to get in the habit. Yeah. But if you got rid of right turn on red, then maybe you wouldn't have to – worry about it as much man oh, people would lose is, their mind I wouldn't they w- i would i would we already build the cycle go. Wait, yeah. and, and how ingrained what a roundabout in that'll make everybody oh, happy <laughs> <laughs> how ingrained is it in people's minds that you are able to take that turn you know take that right turn on right i mean it would take it's one thing just to say okay we're not doing that anymore yeah but to publicize take it enough, it away where Oof. people get you know are aware of it and yeah. working it into their routine that's that's where that's the challenge tough. is Kate, this was yeah. fun. Thank you. Yes. We'll see you in a bounce co- house, you know? There get, you go. There's your gift. I like it. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, yes. Thank you, Kate. Uh, Kate Raditz, a former co-worker of mine over at Channel 4 back in the day, joins us every other Monday here on CC2. CC2? CCO 432. Here comes weather and traffic next on CCO. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Congressman Pete Stauber is getting absolutely sautéed, flambéed, lit up, destroyed by the governor of Minnesota, former Senator Al Franken. Pretty much every Democrat in the state is taking on Pete Stauber over the last couple hours because he did something that every politician in the world does, which is he voted against the budget, and he's taking credit for a billion dollars in federal funding that will help replace the Blatnick Bridge between Duluth and Superior. Will politicians ever stop taking credit for something they voted against? The answer is no. No, they won't. And while I understand why everyone's roasting Pete Stauber, I mean, 
the tweet. I'm proud to announce that Duluth and Superior have received over a billion dollars. This is a huge win, and I was proud to advocate for those funds. Is it fair to take credit and say you advocated for the funds when you voted against the budget that provided those funds? On the surface, the answer is no. This is incredible hypocrisy. However, quick Google search found a news release from December of 2023, not that long ago, on a website of one Tina Smith, the DFL senator for Minnesota. Headline, Klobuchar, Baldwin, Smith, Stauber, urged Transportation Secretary Buttigieg to support federal funding to rebuild the Blatnick Bridge. So, what's the problem? Do you think Stauber is correct to say, I advocated for this? 651-461-9226. The governor... Called him. I mean, everyone's calling him out. Governor Walls said this. Oh, boy, I hate to talk politics when there's good news to celebrate, but this is too brazen to ignore. Mr. Stauber voted against every screw, steel beam, and concrete pier in this bridge. Luckily, the president worked with Stauber's colleagues and got it done without him. Can't you vote against the budget? And still advocate for certain the funds and certain elements to go to your district. Yes. I think Stauber, as much as I wanted to join in the party because it's fun and it's obvious and it looks like the typical hypocrisy we expect from politicians, I think the Democrats are wrong here. I think Stauber is correct to take credit. I think it's fair to say, like, hey, How far was your advocacy if you voted against the budget? That's a fair point to raise. But to act like Pete Stauber is a straight-up fraud, well, take it up with the news release on Tina Smith's website that's taking credit for sending a bipartisan letter is what this news release says. So we're bipartisan on December 15th. Pete's on the same side as us. And today... It's Pete Stauber's a fraud? Give me a break. What percentage of the federal budget do you suppose this bridge money actually is? One billion dollars? I mean, it's minuscule. Minuscule. Minuscule amount. It's right? real money. Like, let's not act like so, it's nothing. But it's no, I mean, it's minuscule yeah, for sure. But I mean, in relative to yeah. the totality of the federal budget, this is a very small amount. It is possible to both advocate for certain spending measures and say this budget as a whole doesn't represent uh, the best interests of my district. Yes. That the people in my district sent me to Washington to reduce overall spending. This budget doesn't do that. I'm not going to vote for this budget. But once the budget's passed and I know that there's this money in it, I'm going to fight for my district to get the money that they, you know, that they need. Those are perfectly rational things. On the surface, does it look hypocritical? Sure it does. And are the Democrats making the quote-unquote correct political play in sure. roasting him for it? Sure, why of not? Of course. And if, the, and if the situation was flipped, Republicans would do the same darn thing. This is the nonsense of politics. 
This is where politicians are playing on people and counting on them to not be smart enough to figure out that, you know what, this is a nuanced thing. When you're talking about the federal budget, you're talking about specific elements of it. The reality is, and this texture is partially correct, every Republican that voted against the money is now taking credit for it. They're all scumbags. Pete Stauber is a drip. Well, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't know. The guy never comes on our show, so I have no idea. We invite. To me, Stauber can correctly take credit for advocating for the funds. Yes. You don't have to vote for the budget to have the credibility to take credit for. Say that you advocated for this particular portion of it. Yes. Now, is there hypocrisy? Of course. Like, do people vote against it and then take credit for stuff that comes back to their district? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know that that's really hypocrisy. I really don't. To say that you had to vote for this overall budget, even though you think it's too bloated, it's too big, it's too it, it doesn't represent the best interests of the nation, while you advocate for one particular portion of it, to say that that's somehow hypocritical, that I have to vote for this whole thing because I advocated for this one bill for the bridge, that I'm a hypocrite. If- well, but it takes no courage to vote no and then just take credit for the local things that you like. So if everyone just voted no, then there would be no money to accept, you know. True. But I think in a way, couldn't you also argue that it does take courage to say – I really want this one thing for my district. I really do. But I'm not willing mm. to vote yes for this bloated budget that is, isn't representative of what my constituents maybe, want just maybe. so that we can get that one billing. I, I actually think it takes more courage to vote for a budget that has things in it that you don't like, that you think they're – I suppose maybe it's the same. I don't know. Right. Well, It's, a it's always argument. compromise, right? You're ne- it's no supposed one loved, to be. No one loves a total budget. Like sometimes you got to right. vote for – you plug your nose. It's supposed to be compromised, and it used to be that this was all done in back rooms, and you know they yeah. talk about the smoke-filled rooms in the back halls of Congress, where the leadership would get together and go, "Okay, this is stuff I got to have. This is the stuff you got to have. Let's horse trade a little bit. We'll get a budget done. We'll vote on it. We'll pass it. We'll be. We'll move on." Yeah. That's the way it used to be. But now everything gets played out on cable news, and everybody's making their arguments on cable news now. And if you deviate even a little bit from that stated party line. Now you're a flip-flopper. Now you're a hypocrite. Now you're a horrible congressman, and you're going to get primaried. This was Pete Stauber's press release after he voted no. No one wants an infrastructure bill more than me. I've long stated it's important we return to bipartisan blah, 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 that invests in traditional infrastructure projects, creates jobs. Regrettably, Nancy Pelosi and other Democrat leaders made it clear the $1.2 trillion Senate infrastructure bill is inextricably linked to their bloated multi-trillion dollar tax and spend package. So he, I mean, this is like, this is, you know, what you would expect. He says, make no mistake, a vote for this infrastructure package is a vote for the reckless multi-trillion dollar tax and spend spree. That's why I voted no. So that, that was his theory. Is it fair to say, hey, like, you're a, a fraud for taking credit for something you didn't vote for. I don't, I don't think it is fair. I think he, from what I can tell, now if someone knows differently, let me know. But from what I can tell, 
he was bipartisan and let he was bipartisan with the Democrats in the letter in December. And now he's a fraud for advocating for this stuff. Let's talk to Nikki in the center. She's on the CCO talking text line. Thanks for calling and for listening. Nikki, what do you think? I think you're splitting hairs because he can say whatever he wants to say and he can advocate for it. But when it comes down to it, your actions are what counts, not what you say. Well, I get that. But but when you're talking about a giant trillion dollar infrastructure bill, are you saying yeah. that you cannot claim credit for advocating for some of that unless you vote yes for the total package? Yes, because your actions are what counts. Yeah. Not what you say. You but can't can say you what you it, so so you say gotta, you gotta have actions that account that say that you really want this to happen. And and so, not to negate the fact yeah. that a lot of that other money was earmarked for other projects. Yeah. Well I you know, I disagree with Stauber on the bill. I would have voted yes for it, but I, I I and I think it's fair to call him out and say you didn't vote for this bill, so how how much were you really advocating for it? You were willing to put exactly. your, I, I think that's fair. But I also think as, as recent as December 15th, Tina Smith is sending out a news release talking about how bipartisan she is because she's working with Pete Stauber to try to get this money earmarked for this project. So, so which one is right? Well, I don't really, that argument doesn't really up- you know, again, she can say whatever she wants. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You're saying the ultimate. So to you, to you, the vote is what matters, not the advocacy. Right. Fair enough. Nikki, right. thank you. I get that. I get it. I get where she's coming from. The texters are all saying, no, you can't take credit. I disagree. You can't. You can take credit. And if he did, in fact, advocate for it, which, again, like, I don't I don't know. I I know that in December he was part of the team with a bunch of Democrats who were appealing for the money. And so now he's a fraud and wasn't appealing for the money. So who's right? 450, we'll take a break. Come right back. Oh, my goodness. You guys are nuts on the text line. This is funny. That liberal Derusha hates conservatives. That right-wing blowhard Derusha hates liberals. Again, that's... Welcome to my Twitter email and the CCO talking text line here on 830. I like this text. Stauber advocated for the item, but he voted against it. So he can't take credit for actually bringing the funds to Minnesota. I do think it would be more impressive. I mean, Stauber would win my most honest politician ever award if he said, hey, I didn't support this budget. But once it was passed, I worked hard to make sure we got the bridge done. That would be a a better way for him to say it. But I also think it's over the top to act like he wasn't advocating for it. When on December 15th, you were sending out a press release saying how much he was advocating for it. That's what I think. What do I know? Laura Oaks will join us in a minute. You're probably in over your head. That's one of our texters said that. I mean, that may be true also. I'm way in over my head. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.